Welcome to Day 77 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Deuteronomy chapter 21 to 23, with a focus on chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. If a man has two wives, the one loved and the other unloved, and both the loved and the unloved have borne him children, and if the first son belongs to the unloved, and on the day when he assigns his possessions as an inheritance to his sons, he may not treat the son of the loved as the firstborn in preference to the son of the unloved, who is the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the firstborn, the son of the unloved, by giving him a double portion of all that he has. For he is the firstfruits of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. We've seen countless times throughout the Old Testament uh, in the narratives that multiple spouses never really works out. It's something that we see in Scripture several times, and sometimes people point to it and go, well, why is that uh, Why is that allowed? Just because it's in Scripture doesn't mean God's giving it the thumbs up. In fact, sometimes I believe that the reason it's in Scripture is to serve as a reminder of what happens when we stray from God's ideal. And God's ideal in the Garden of Eden was one man, one woman. Specifically, I think, to stop things like this from happening. Things where there was preferable treatment given to one over the other. And we saw this certainly earlier in Genesis with Jacob and his wives and then his, I guess, wives made servants. And, and it created tension, not just between the two wives, but between all of the sons. And there are times that we're going to come across difficult things to read in Scripture. I know that today's daily readings had some stuff that, for me, was a little like, wow, this is going to be some teaching for down the road. Because there are times when we are reading Scripture where we're going to come across things that we can't make sense of, where we might scratch our head and go, well, why is this here? This is just a pouring, right? And rather than jump to a conclusion, we need to make sure we are taking the time to sit down and study, not just read, getting into the language, getting into the culture, getting into the history. It's important because sometimes we're reading and we assume that the language being used is perfectly communicating the ideas and thoughts and themes. And because we are reading a book that was written in different languages in different times, we sometimes go to it with our modern day thoughts, assuming that it's the same thing. And it, there's navigation here. Like in today's readings, it's about doing justice right, not perverting justice. And the firstborn was indeed guaranteed a double portion. That was his birthright as being the firstborn. And essentially what's being said here is don't show favoritism. If you have two wives and one of them you don't love, don't show favoritism to the children between the two wives. And, and, and throughout these different uh, laws that you'll see in chapter 22 and, and, and 23, you will read some pretty difficult things. But there is a, a consistent theme here of showing justice, not perverting it. Um, in regards to marriage, uh, you'll see in chapter 22 that there's a law that if a man divorces his wife and then she gets remarried and that man divorces uh, him, or sorry, her, and then 
her second husband dies, the first husband can't remarry the first wife. And, and the reason for that is, is the wife would have had a, a dowry given to her after being married, right? And it's about essentially the first husband not taking advantage of the second wife. And yet, we don't read that in Scripture here. You have to look into the cultural significance of what would have been happening to understand some of these laws. And some of them are still difficult even doing that. So my challenge to you today is, is when you come across these parts of Scripture, and you will find more of them as we walk through the Bible, that seem odd or peculiar or you're not sure why they're there, grab your Bible, grab a friend, grab a Hebrew to English lexicon, do a little bit of studying. If that is not your forte, talk to someone who you know it is. Talk to someone who's been studying, who's been uh, making a habit of getting into the Bible. Because we all have different strengths. That's why we live in community. Come, talk to me. Talk to Pastor Phil. If you're not from Rockcliffe, talk to your local church pastor. It's not wrong to get stuck on some of the things you read in Scripture. Seek to understand, though. Don't just get stuck there. Or don't skip it over. Or don't uh, get turned off of the Bible because there's a difficult passage. Work through it. That's my challenge to you today. Work through it. I certainly have had to do it multiple times. What I see in these passages here is that God cares very much about the right thing being done. Regardless of human circumstances. Not taking advantage of the widow. Not lying in order to get out of your uh, duties as a husband, not showing preferential treatment to the children of your favored wife. Now, we hopefully don't have to worry about that in today's modern context, but but the, the theme that keeps coming from these passages in today's reading is do right by people, do right by people. <laughs> just sometimes takes a little bit more digging to do. Don't just read it, study it. And if it's hard to study, find some people. That's why we're here together. God wants to speak through us and to us, even through these difficult passages. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.